He's at a synthesizer looking like an old woman. There we go. We are live and recording. Phoenix West over here. Dick Dick it over there. Welcome. And we are finishing off our John Carpenter list here. We finished 24 through 11. Now let's do our top 10 here. Let's continue with the same, same bullshit. I'm going to delete some of my notes. You want to go with your number 10 here. What is the last of your top 10 here? Your number 10. The controversial number 10 is The Fog. Wow, okay. Because I feel like The Fog is, we're getting into this, the 1980, it's right after Halloween. It's the beginning of the John Carpenter craze of the 80s, where he made oh, all yeah. of his best movies. So it's, it's the beginning of, it really is the beginning of that launching pad where he ruled and nobody cared because nobody saw these movies. No, he's teaming back up with a, What's her name? Jamie yeah, Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Tom Atkins uh, again. Adrian Barbeau. Tom Atkins. And John Huseman, Huseman. Yeah. For a intro that the studio asked for because the movie is literally 80 minutes long. <laughs> it's a very short ghost story and it's effective. I like it. I think the problem with you is you saw the remake or you haven't seen the remake. I saw the remake. The remake is like one of the worst movies ever made. The, the, remake the remake is bad. The remake is nonsense. It's like, it's like, it's really bad, yeah. It's like terrible bad. The remake, uh, the remake actually explained more, but that's part of what makes the original better, is they don't really right. go into a whole lot of detail. The remake's like, she's the queen of the lady, or something like the lady's, and she, she was dead the whole time. I'm like, right. wait, what? What? She just came yeah. back to this town out of nowhere, and yeah... It it just added on so much unnecessary bullshit. So just let right. it be, let it be ghost. I actually like the Simpsons version of this better, where it turns people inside out for a few seconds there. And that that <laughs> was uh, yeah, that was a better movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right, my one. Num- my number ten. Boom. Wow, that high or that low? Yeah, I I, I actually can't believe it's in both of our top tens. Well, but- we'll get to one. Well, I'll tell you why. It's got a, it's nostalgia. I yeah. really like this movie a lot. Where I saw it in the drive-in, literally at a drive-in, I saw this movie in a drive-in when it came out in 1996. Yeah, double billed with Independence Day. Ooh. and I remember strip strip tease was on the other screen, <laughs> so we were kind of going back and forth trying to see Demi Moore's titties, yeah. and then Will Smith blowing up the the spaceship. So back and forth, back and forth, and Escape from L.A. was just a lot. It's just a fun movie. It's not a serious movie. It's a tongue-in-cheek. The problem with Escape from L.A. Same movie. Is the, is the visual effects. Oh, yeah. The submarine just, is it, so adorable. The, the, the CGI is so bad, it ruins the movie. It's like, if you just cut that stuff out, it's actually fine. Like, you don't need those shots. Like, you don't need that. Just have him go to the tube, and he gets out, and, it, and he's in L.A. And that's it. And it's, he goes, and he... Kills Robert Carradine or David Carradine, really, or Richard Carradine. One of the fucking Carradines. He kills him right away. <laughs> hey, one eye. And he shoots him in the face. I actually think the movie would be a lot better received and remembered if they got rid of one scene. And you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. If they just got rid of the. All right, right, right. Peter Fonda. Check it out, Steve Snake. Steve Buscemi. Does a double take. That scene is so bad. 
And it's like he was trying to outdo himself. With how, how schlocky would they let me do a scene right now? He's going to surf down the... what is, Was it down the tsunami. Hollywood River? Yeah, it's Tsunami Snake. Tsunami! <laughs> yeah, Peter Fonda's in it. and Terrible. Oh, I do I do like Che, the bad guy in the movie. Yeah, he was fine. I, I, I love the... the um, he makes him play the basketball. Patch, the, uh, the, um, the Pat Robertson, Cliff Robertson president. Oh yeah, he's great in it. He's I gotta go to my to my quarters. I need to pray. And when he's trying to, when he has the box, like you know, take out the world, and good old Kurt Russell Snake Plissken turns the world off. He goes, "You win, they lose. Yeah, you they lose, you win, or whatever." He goes, "More things change, change. The more say the same. Just how about we all just go back to nothing?" And everybody, he just takes everybody out. It's beautiful. Turn, turns off the satellites. And, and, yeah, I was like, you know what? That's how Snake Plissken would have ended it. Yeah. And that's a good way to go. I wish they would have done a third movie. I really do. He can still do it. He can still do it. Kurt Russell could do it. Maybe oh, get yeah. his son involved. Have all have Oliver Hudson that's in it. Weird. Or Oliver Wyatt or whatever his name is. I want like Kurt Russell from uh Hateful Eight though. Yeah. <laughs> I think he could do it. I think he could do it. I think it's it's not a oh, yeah. and John Carpenter doesn't have to direct it. But I think uh, John Carver should like sign off on and do the music, obviously. I think he should direct it. He needs. I would to... love to see him direct it. I, to go out on that movie would be beautiful. It's the only sequel. Maybe they not ever write did. it. Yeah, maybe not write it. Have someone else write it, and he can direct it. Because basically, be like, he can just go eh, put the camera over here. He's like he's sitting around like escape from uh, Chicago. I, I don't know. Just another city. Escape like, from Earth, you fucking idiot. I hope it's... It goes New York, L.A., Earth! Yeah, it's... Uh, I, I really do enjoy this movie. They replace uh, Lee Van Cleef with Stacey Keach. They replace uh, Do- uh, Donald Pleasance with Cliff Robertson. Yes. Who's vastly more American than Donald <laughs> British President yeah. Donald Pleasance was in the original, but... Yes, they- yeah, I, I, I accept the sacrifice. I'll get you, Puma Man. That's the MST3K episode, Puma Man. <laughs> You're the Duke, a number one. It's, it's, it's Puma Man. All right, so what is your number nine? Number nine is Vampires. Wow. I put it that I put it in the top ten. I think Vampires is fun for the reasons yeah. I stated. Uh, it's just a goofy, fun movie. Uh, it, John Carpenter enjoyed making it. And you feel it, and it's just—it's a fun movie, and I wish more people would see it, and enjoy it, and embrace it. I—they do have on HBO Max, Vampire Los Most Muertos with uh, John Bon Jovi. Yeah, one of the worst directed video sequels ever made. It's amazing. It's, awful. it's amazing. So bad. I want to watch so it, terrible. but I just can't bring myself to do it. I've already it's seen just it. Boring. It's boring. I yeah, saw it when it came out. Boring. Yeah. But I haven't seen it since then. I remember renting that movie. With my buddy Marco, because we loved vampires. And we're oh, like, yeah. oh, this is the sequel to Vampires, which is fucking great. And we're just like, what the fuck is this? I wasn't sure what, if you meant why? the movie Vampires or just Vampires as a, as a horror Ooh. villain. I love every vampire movie <laughs> yeah. ever made. But those Twilight movies, man. Fucking awesome. Oh, Twilight movies, fucking great. Robert Pattinson, fucking hard on. God damn. He's the Batman. Yeah, uh, vampires... Okay. We, yeah, we talked about it at length, so I don't. Yeah. I'll move on to what my number your... nine, which we have not talked about yet. Oh. Let me delete my number ten here. Number nine. 
Prince of Darkness. Wow, yeah, of I, I realized that I figured it would be number nine because you didn't like this movie at first, but it's growing on you. Slowly. It is growing on me. Yeah. The more I, 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 I haven't even rewatched it. I only watched it that once. But the more yeah. I think about it, the more I like it. Yeah, I, I really like Prince of Darkness a lot. I think it's one of his underrated, most underrated movies. It's yeah. just, I think it's getting, with time, it's becoming a bigger movie. People are starting to discover it. It's like, yeah, it's actually pretty pretty interesting stuff in that movie. It's it's neat. It's a neat horror film. There's a lot of, it's kind of, it's really scary. It's a scary, bleak movie. Oh, bleak I know that's shit. why you don't like it. Because you don't like those bleak, uh, existential we can't do anything about it. We're all fucked movies where it's just like, there's yeah. nothing you can do to change it. So what do we care? It's over. I, you know. I can't. And it's ignore... kind of like that. It's kind of like that. It is. It is. But, it, yeah. you know, depending on the movie, I can, if I can ignore that or not, I, it, the let the more time goes on, the less I'm thinking about it. So it's probably why it's climbing the ranks a little bit. But I remember they also have the robot lady, a different robot lady from assault and priesthood 13 shows up in this movie. <laughs> And the, true. all the characters are forgettable, and I'm like, I can't tell who's who because they're all generic white people. And, well, except for the Chinese man. Yeah, but, but I'm saying there's like <laughs> the two couples, and they're dead, man. and I'm like, I don't know who that yeah. was. I don't. And, and then Alice Cooper. See, uh, none of that. Oh, yeah, 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 he was the homeless man. Yeah. Alice Cooper, the king of the homeless See, people. See, that's the stuff I Which... like. That's the part I'm, like, really thinking about and loved, all that stuff. And prevalent to this... Ugh. To this day, because Alice Cooper's homeless. Oh. You go to the, you go to LA right now. There's homeless people fucking everywhere. It's like fucking Prince of Darkness. Prince of Darkness has become a reality in LA because there's literally homeless oh, yeah. people everywhere you go, and yeah, they're gonna stab you with a bicycle and leave you hanging. And Alice Looks Cooper like lives out here in, in Phoenix. You can go see his house. He does. You can go. You can see his house. You can go get a hot dog at his hot dog stand. <laughs> He's a hot dog like a restaurant. He's got like a hot dog restaurant. Oh, I didn't know that. Like a sports sports bar in Phoenix. Like Should that. check that out sometime. He's got like a twelve inch. Oh God, where are you going with hot this? Hot dog. There's like a twelve inch hot dog that he has. It's like super. I'm so glad uh, he said hot dog. Famous or something. Yeah, we'll go. Prince of Darkness. When I come out there, we'll, we'll go. To, we'll go to Alice Cooper's place. Anything to say? Oh, we still have Prince of Darkness on yours, so we can get to that. Yes. Uh, what is your number eight? Escape from New York. Wow. That means LA is above it. Oh God! Okay. For the reasons I stated. <laughs> yes. Okay. Nostalgia reasons. Escape from New now, York. I like is... Escape from New York. I like a lot. It's a solid movie. Again, it's one that needs a remake. I think it'd be a great movie to remake, um, and make it you know, make it with modern technology. It would be a better movie, maybe. I don't know. But there's a lot of stuff that's very boring. There's a lot of, a lot of Snake Plissken sitting down, which I kind of liked. It's just like he's tired. He's like, fuck it. I'm going to yeah, sit down I for a minute it. and just hang out in this garbage alley of New York. And it's a good movie. But again, it's like for me, I feel like it's it's uh, number eight for a reason. It, it's I like his other movies better. I'm going to I'm going to send something in the private chat. Do not look at it yet. OK, I'm going to guess your top three in the order. OK, okay. don't look yet. We'll reveal it after. Well, so let just, me know. They just they, it just popped up. And I just read it. Oh, it just popped up right now. Right. Damn, I didn't know it popped up and, like that. All right. And you know what? You're you're close. Oh, number two and three are switch. Shit. All Actually, right. You know what? We'll, we'll talk about it when when we get to that. I was, I was just curious. Okay, so 
You said Escape from New York. Interesting. But yeah, he does sit around a lot in that movie. And is that's why I say I do like the slow pace. That one, It works for me in that movie. I like the slow pace of it. Yeah, the it's not that I, I hate it. It's just, yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I do like the movie a lot, but just I like his other movies a little bit better. That's all. I just I think yeah. it's all. It's kind of like, that's why I hate these top ten lists, because I like them all pretty much equally. It's like they're not, there's not one reason why I don't like one better or more than the other. It's just kind of like, for some reason, this is how I felt like putting them in order for this list. Yeah. It's just like, you know. It could, I, it could I like, change. Uh, I mean, I think Escape from New York is a big time pop culture phenomenon movie. It's part of the part of the zeitgeist. A lot of people love it, and a lot of people talk about it. And it's got great sound. It's one of my favorite soundtracks. Oh yeah, of, of Carpenters. That that theme is great. I can see I, why someone, the average moviegoer, would be bored to tears, though. Sure. Yeah. I could see that. But I, but I love the dialogue that that Snake has, where he goes like, "Aren't you going to kill me?" I'm too tired. <laughs> it's like there's a lot of good bits in there. They're just like, okay, I, I like. I, well, I like the movie a lot. Don't get me wrong, but it's like it's very dark. Everybody dies. Um, I wish Brain would have lived and Ernest Borgnine would have lived, but it didn't happen. And then Donald Pleasance, yes, the sacrifice meant a lot. He's getting his nails done. Yeah, and he's like, a lot of people died for you. Y- yes, and the sacrifice will be rewarded. He's picking like his hair out of his nose or something. He's just getting groomed. And then John or, uh, Snake Wilson gets the this the audio take with Pete World Peace on it and rips it out. And he takes all the all the shit out and throws it. Poor Adrian Barbeau. Oh, she gets fucking cut in half by the Duke's car. Her her role gets replaced by that foreign lady from Hot Shots. Yes. Yes. Nobody knows her Molina. name. Uh, Valeria Olina. Olina Valeria or something like that. Yeah, I, I do like uh, Escape from New York. It is coming up on my list here eventually. Obviously, yeah. we're in the top eight. Here's my number eight, Village of the Damned. Wow, that high. I like it. I yeah, okay. I, I enjoy just hanging out in this movie. It's not great. I, I don't want to say it is. I just, I like it. I, I don't know. I, I really don't have any defense beyond that. It's just a... No, I have no defense. I have no defense. I just like watching the movie. That's fine. I, I yeah, say it, it works for me. I, I need could, to watch it a few more times. I, yeah. just, I just never have seen it all the way through one sitting. Because, it, of course, it's on fucking on Amazon for 17 years for oh, free. Yeah. And when I want to go watch it, oh, yeah, buy it. It's not available now. Well, go fuck yourself. I watched Honestly. this one when we did this uh, on episode 11. I watched this and I watched the original, which I've seen them both before. But it's been a long time. But, yeah, I actually... I like this one more than the the original, I believe. Yeah, I think I, to show you how long ago this movie was when we reviewed it, I think I was in Texas. That's why I was not able oh, to God. watch it with you guys. I think I was in Texas with Perry. Yeah, that was, was that was a long time ago. 2020. That was August 2020. 20 years ago. Height. Yeah, that <laughs> feels like it. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was episode 11. This is episode 32 right now that we're doing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. I wonder that I, don't, I could look up the date and when we did this, but I don't give a shit. That's fine. I'm assuming it's it's got to be August 2020. I'm 90 percent sure you are correct. You wouldn't think you I wouldn't doubt Texas it because that's the only reason. I've seen everything else. Yeah. So that's the only reason why I would have missed this one. Yeah. Because I was out of town. I sent this to Adam, and then after he passed away, his sister sent it back to me. So I had a little fun mm-hmm. trip from Amazon to him back to me. Now there you go. So now I got a copy of this on on Blu-ray. 
Um, as it, you should. I, I have no defense as to why I like it. Like I said, it's just a fun hangout movie, even though it's totally oh, it's not. Fine, yeah. It's just, I, I, I like watching it. I, yeah. I watched it when it yeah. came out, and I don't, I don't even like Christopher Reeves. I don't like him at all. I don't like Kirstie Alley at all. I don't know why I like this movie so much. I have no reason other than it's on. I want to watch it. That's it. Yeah. Fuck you. Sounds good. What's your number seven? <laughs> so angry. I know. Escape from LA. <laughs> oh, wow. I yeah. put Escape from LA number seven. Okay. Yeah. And we talked extensively Should about I forgot, that. We, I... for, we forgot to talk about the soundtrack with Rob Zombie. Whoa, get away. Run, baby, run, baby, run away. Oh, God. Living Escape no, from LA. Surfing <laughs> down. Steve Buscemi's looking at you. I'm the, I'm the agent of the stars. Map to the stars, Eddie. Yeah, it starts, Eddie. Is that what his name is? I think it was Map to the Stars, Eddie. Yeah, you're right. I've seen that movie so many times I could pull that out of my ass there. Wow. Yeah, and uh, I don't. I, that's another hangout movie. That movie is yeah. not good, but I love watching yeah. it. I want to just I watch agree. it. I bought it on Shot Factory Blu-ray for like twenty-five dollars because I was like, "Oh, good special effect, special edition version with like maybe three interviews with people." And that's it. That's all it's on there. Maybe the a music video. And that's about it. I don't even think there's a. Co- I think there's a commentary. There's got to be. There's a commentary with I think uh, Deborah Hill or the producers and Sean Carpenter. Yeah. I used to have it on Blu-ray because it, it was literally no. the second episode of, of LIW we've ever done. Because it was, I used to, I wanted to do Hangout movies back then. Cause it, so for episode one that we ever, in 2013 was Face Off. Episode right. two was Escape from LA. Mm. And that was November 30th of 2013. Like, I oh love that movie. God. Yeah. Feels like forever ago. Yeah. I know. <sighs> what is your number seven? My number seven. Funny you ask, Christine. Wow, that high up. Yeah, it's. I sounded way too negative when we did our review of it. I, I do realize that. I do like the movie. I like the Stephen Kingness of it. Um, Village of the Damned. It also reminds me of a kind of a Stephen King storyline. I think that's more why I like Village of the Damned or like it more than a lot of people because it is. It's a very Stephen King story. This town is secluded and they have a creepy kids that can control people like that's stephen king right yeah kind of a fire starter carry thing going on but uh yeah christine i do enjoy it we just finished doing an episode of uh twilight zone 85 called joyride and it was just christine remade pretty much only real shitty but christine is a movie i've seen i'm realizing this as i say it in order i watched it a lot growing up along Mm. with a lot of these carpenter movies Right, yeah. But, yeah, I, I really don't have a whole lot to say about Christine. No, it's a good movie. I, I like Christine. It, yeah, I, just, I wouldn't put, yeah, top, I would say the periphery of the top ten. Fair enough. Right, uh, number six. Oh, oh, let's switch over to number six here. All right, go number ahead. Number six, Assault on Precinct 13. Wow. I put it in the tops in the six. I was surprised and how much I liked this movie when I because I've never yeah. seen it before. Always heard about it, and I was just like, you know what? There's something about this movie. It's charming. I like the characters. I like it's basically every John Carpenter movie that comes after. It's been because he's all pretty much the same movie after this. Yeah, and a lot of movies have borrowed very from similar structure. themes. Yeah, 
Yeah, so and I liked it. I thought it was fun. And uh, that girl gets shot in the chest eating ice cream, which is hilarious. That little girl. And it's just it's so goofy. That... And then she ended up being a real housewife of Orange County. Yeah. And she's a cunt. Of course she is. She got shot in the just chest imagine, outside an ice cream. Just imagine that 45-year-old cunt today getting shot in the chest with ice cream in her hand. It's great. Uh I wanted uh, Mumpo Huckle Buckleberry. <laughs> this would be funnier if I was seven. <laughs> Man, that yeah, that, that one does surprise you there, where he's like, I don't, for no reason, he's like, wants his money from the guy, and he's like, you know, fuck you, little, and shoots her. And that incites yeah, the whole movie. No, nah, and that's what, yeah, that's his, and, and he gets killed before he even gets to Soul Precinct 13. The yep. father comes, gets his revenge, and that's it. And then he runs into the Precinct 13, and all these gangs come you in. You never see another face again from them. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and it's basically, Carpenter says it's his real Bravo. It's his remake Night of, of Living Bravo, Dead. basically. And Night of Living Dead. Yeah. Two, those are the two movies he says that we could, because Howard Hawks is his favorite director. So real Bravo is one of his, his favorite movies, and all of his movies kind of had that real Bravo feel. So this was the first one to kind of do it. And he was doing this, I think, this was one of those movies that was like he got paid to do it before something happened. I think before Halloween. Is that what it was? I don't know. I feel like there's a story there. Where <laughs> if we don't know it, we probably should just not mention it. <laughs> I think he wrote like because he wrote this movie in like a weekend so that they could make it and like you could have something to give to show guys to give them more money for another movie, something like that. I can't remember. It would make sense if it was Halloween. I don't know. Um, anyway. Yeah, I think it was. What's your number six? My number six was... I'm probably the only person with this in their top ten, let alone number six. Someone's watching me. Wow, that high. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Wow. It's a De Palma Palma movie. Yeah. More than it is a Carpenter movie. Wow, number six. Yeah, I enjoy this one thoroughly. It's really high. Yeah. Yeah. This kind of movie's up my alley, though. I, I... it doesn't have the supernatural shit. It's just a guy being real creepy on a lady, which that's me. Oh, I mean, sorry. I like, I like, uh, I like the more grounded movies, uh, even right. though, you know, obviously the thing is on our list and, and higher than this, but well, sure, I yeah. do like horror movies and she, as we we're saying about why I have, um, what's it? Prince of darkness. So low is the, you know, the cosmic horror and the inescapableness of it. Right. She she's in control here. Like she's trying to figure out what's going on, but I like it where they can solve the situation that they're in and reasonably and it's not just the whole fucking universe is against them and I just don't care. Right. Yeah, it's just a simple movie. I I enjoyed it. I don't know. I I liked it way more than I expected to. Yeah, well, it's pretty good. It's a good movie. It's 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 good. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I could even swap it out with my number 5, honestly. Wow, I can yeah. be talked into it. All right, what is, speaking of, we're in the bottom or top part of our top ten here. What is your number five? I would say uh, it's going to be Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> number five. A full 11 ahead of mine. Yes. I had mine at because, 16. <laughs> yeah, just because I grew up with it. It's a lot of fun. It is a pretty good movie. Uh, it did give um, it really changed pop culture in a lot of ways because Mortal Kombat kind of apes this movie quite a bit 
and I think uh, video games have all kind of taken from this movie in the last 30 years. It's all, and even modern pop culture, you know, action movies, that archetype, that character of Kurt Russell is kind of the, is, is the precursor to any kind of Tony Stark, any kind of Chris Pratt Star-Lord, any kind of goofy, funny action star. Because, you know, you had Arnold Schwarzenegger, but he was more serious. Oh, yeah. You had Sylvester Stallone, but he was more serious. Kurt Russell was the one that was actually fun. Even though he was serious in Snake Plissken, this one was like the tongue-in-cheek, funny action hero, schlocky action hero. And I don't think there's anything... Like, he's like the run beneath Indiana Jones. As in yeah. swashbuckler comedy. And I think now with every pulp corn pulp culture we have now is more Kurt Russell than it is Indiana Jones. And I think that's kind of where this, this kind of falls in to the zeitgeist of everything is if you really look at it, every major character in any kind of big screen, anything has the qualities of Kurt Russell from this movie than they do say an Indiana Jones movie. So much so that they put Kurt Russell in there with Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's yeah. just it kind of makes sense now. But, yeah, I, I think uh, Kurt Russell is, because when he tries to be, he was he's serious in a action movie, like Soldier. He's like 100% yeah. serious. And he got paid Failed. a shit ton of money for that movie. Like, that's like, I think he got paid $30 million. That's a Roland Emmerich movie, right? No, it's a Paul W. Anderson movie. Is it really, Soldier? I haven't seen that since it came out. It's not a good movie. It's a Blade Runner sequel technically oh i was i think i was confusing it with uh the other kurt russell movie oh stargate right okay yeah no but soldier he's like a robot he's like an android yeah yeah i remember that or he's a replicant and supposedly this is like a quasi sequel to blade runner it's in the same universe oh really as blade runner i watched i watched soldier when it came out and immediately forgot everything about it i remember was it a prison planet it's like a junk planet. Junk it's planet? Like a, it's, where they, it's where they dump all the galaxies' yeah. junk. Okay. Yeah. All right. My number five is a classic, and yada, 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 yada. What else can we say about it? Halloween? Well, Halloween, yeah. Halloween. Yeah, uh, that again, makes sense to be in the top five. I could put this below someone's watching me and feel just fine about it. I just... Wow, yeah. You, you said you were bored by it, and I get that, and... I don't blame the sequels and all that on the original. I, I can separate it, especially when I watched all of them growing up, and I'm like, those are fucking terrible. And then I rewatched the, the original in, like, middle school, high school, and I was like, oh, shit, this is really good. Like, how the fuck did they make these terrible sequels and spin- and all that shit right. based yeah. on this? It's, like, so low-key. That, yeah. And it's like, a, it's like I said, I don't like hanging out in Halloween, but I do enjoy the slow nature of it. But I can see being bored with it. I definitely can understand that. So if if, if it is too slow for you, totally understand that. But um, I, I enjoy it. Donald Pleasance is great in it. He's he's weird as shit in the movie. He, he's constantly yeah, out of breath. Evil in his eyes. And he's whispering at kids and scaring them in the in the bush. And goddamn, that's yeah, funny. It's hilarious. No, this this picture looks like Michael Myers is crying. Doesn't it? His lip yeah. is quivering. <laughs> His lip is like... <laughs> and he's also got a tear coming down. I'm sorry, I felt you. I felt you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I buried too many members of the Wayne family. I can't, I can't do this. 
All right. So, how, I mean, what else can we say about Halloween? Let's just move on. Yeah. Let's go to your number four. Prince of Darkness. Interesting. For Makes some sense. reason, that movie grows on me every time I see it. I really like it a lot. There's a lot of just creepy stuff in there. Again, Donald Pleasance plays a fucking wackadoo. Yeah. He's great. He's always a wackadoo in, in Carpenter's universe. Or anything in, in real life, including. He, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> he's just he's great. Um, yeah, so the, uh, Prince of Darkness number four for me. We already talked about it, so. What's your number? I four? need to rewatch it, just so I can kind of get a more of a vibe for it. Because at this point, I, not a whole lot of memories, but I remember enjoying it more than I expected to. Right. I think I still need to buy that one. I don't think I own that yet. I need yeah. to pick that one up still. I think it's on Arrow, I believe. Yeah, it's an Arrow for release. Yeah. My With number four is speaking of that movie, in the Mouth of Madness. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's my number three. Yeah. So there you go. So that's a nice poster. I like that poster. Yeah, I, I tried that's to find nice the most one. random ones I could find. Uh, that's um, a good Mondo poster. Too bad uh, that looks like Joaquin Phoenix as Sutter Kane more than it does yeah. uh, George and Prouch now. Yeah, it doesn't look that, that great, does it? I'm Sutter Kane. Don't take baby calves away from their mamas. Giving them milk. I'm wondering which, other than Escape from L.A., I'm curious which carpenter movie i've seen the most because it mm. could be in the mouth of madness yeah um because the thing yeah. i don't want to watch the thing that often because i it's like uh I, I i watch ghostbusters i don't watch it that often because i like right some i like some sort of surprise i don't know i don't want to burn it in too much right um but in the mouth of madness i've seen a lot and i yeah. enjoy it every time and it was our first episode for a reason yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. We won. Uh, it's been a while since so I'd seen it at, this, at that point, and we we're like, eh, "Fuck it, let's do that one." And uh, Adam wasn't there for that one, but I know Adam does like this movie a lot. Yeah, I did. Um, I did. So, like I said, it's my number three. Um, I remember renting this movie when it first oh. came out, and not uh, not oh. liking it because I was just like, "Oh, that's not what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be more scary." Yeah. Not realizing that, okay, well, this is more existential, and there's more. It's more of a of a H.P. Lovecraft style kind of horror story and then i was like okay once you get the mindset you just love it you weren't saying and um what's his name grant alan grant from Jurassic park is uh really great in it he's fantastic oh, yeah love his character love him in it and it's, it's a great movie it's a fun movie to watch and it, it gets better every time you watch it, it does it's like okay it does i enjoy it. i like this you, one a lot. you pick and, up on the little background stuff it's one of those kind of movies because yeah. I think honestly, it's probably Carpenter's deepest movie, because even the thing, it, it the problem with the thing is it's a very minimalist set and like every, what's there is there. This movie right. has stuff in the background and like extras yeah. doing stuff and yeah. stuff you don't notice until that third. Even a uh, um, to an extent, Prince of Darkness kind of has some of that too. Just not right, as, not yeah. as much as in the Mouth of Madness. But I love Sam Neill in this movie. Um, Sam Neill's great, yeah. And I, you know, it's got the Stephen King factor because it's clearly going off his his sort of idea. But the oh, difference yeah. between the way I feel about this and like Prince of Darkness is the existential dread. It's more about madness, like him going crazy and torturing that one guy. 
as opposed to killing all of everything and yada 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 yada. But that's happening though. It's happening, it, but that's it, not what the movie's about. It's the end of the world. Yes. Right, yeah. It focuses more on the characters. Yes, the that's end. why that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's one that's what it works that why yeah. that's this works better for me than Prince of Darkness. Right. And not only is he a good, is he a good character, he's a likable character that you follow him and you can understand where he's coming from. He's a he's cynic. Like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah, this is, you're full of shit. I don't buy it. Especially, you people are great. The special effects. No, you're wrong. Johnny boy. Johnny boy. Johnny boy, my five-year-old. I'm in but, Ghostbusters um, too. Nobody oh. likes me. I'm a big fat <clears throat> asshole in real life. Oh, yeah. Read that article about me. I'm fucking horrible. He's got to be. All right, I'm a so horrible, horrible human being. What is your? Be, oh, you did your number three already. Our, I think we might. Yeah, it was Math Madness. So, what's your number three? My number three. I've only seen this movie once, so oh, wow. it could overtake my number two. Probably won't overtake my number one. Wow! But Adam sent this to me. They live. Right. Yeah. It was my first time watching it. It's been on my like short list of top ten movies to watch forever. Well, they, Adam they was like your number three. He sent it to me. They He's like, just watch it. Yeah. See, we keep doing that. All right. Yeah, it's your third or my second. Yeah. I would say yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a great movie. It's a fun movie. Since we're since you're on your two, I'll just go to switch over to number two there. Yeah, it's just it's one of those movies that you just it sneaks up on you. You think it's a joke at first, and you're just like, oh, 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 oh. And again, this is one of those movies that have just have uh, since has has uh, survived the test of time, and people have now sort of embraced it as a masterpiece. Oh yeah. And people, people, I think actually, I think most people would say this is his best movie. I don't know. They kind of go back and forth between two movies. Yeah. Um, and it really comes down to personal preference. Yeah. And. I think we, I really believe all three of us would have the same top movie. But, um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed watching this movie. Excuse me, this movie. I've always seen, like, the pictures and not quite knowing what it meant. Right. And it's, he doesn't, like, hit you in the head with it, the messaging. It's just there. And it's kind of generic, but also pointed at, at the same time, if that makes any sense. He's not right. going liberal, you know, he's just saying, like, this is what you're to consume. Like, that's all you're there right. for. He, yeah. He's not he's not left or right leaning at all, really. He's just saying corporations are, are you know, right. this is what they're doing. And it's just an interesting little take on what could be happening behind the scenes. It's like a lizard people movie, but they're aliens. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, it, it, it unfolds at a great pace. And it stars the most unlikely of all stars, Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Bizarre casting choice. Keith David's great in it. They have that long fight scene that just keeps going and going. Meg Foster. I don't. I don't get it. But super hot. <laughs> I don't know. So the, the, it sarcastically. She shows up out of nowhere, and she happens to work for the. That's television. the one problem uh, with the movie. That is like the one. There's two problems. The one glaring issue is that it just—it's just too out of nowhere. Happenstance. Yeah, out of nowhere. She and they have to blow up a satellite. Yeah, but that, it gives the—you know—what redeems the ending is—is is that is the is the middle finger oh, yeah. at the end, and that's what redeems the movie. And also, what redeems the movie is that you get a tit shot at the very end. Just random tit shot. I don't remember a tit shot. 
the girl's fucking the alien. She goes, ah, and she's oh. naked, and the guy goes, what? Oh and yeah, that's, that's basically that's the last shot. Because that because their little scrambler turned off. Yeah, the scrambler turned off. You can see their alien face, which they look like zombies, skeletons. Which such a great design. Like what an amazing simple oh, design. Yeah. Just like simple again, simple stood the test of time, and it, they use it today in modern art, like as a as a satirical. Yep, it says obey. Reference to, you to the... corporate corporate everything. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, said, yeah. The, the other thing I complain I have is how simple the end is. Just kind of, oh, yeah. blow up the satellite. Yeah. All right, I'm dead now. And you're like, oh, oh, oh. kind of peters yeah. out. Yeah. Otherwise, great, great movie. Loved it. I will definitely watch this more. I don't want to watch it yeah. too often, though. It's one of those kind of movies that I mentioned earlier. I just, every five years, I'll check in with it and go, damn, that was great. And uh, be surprised by shit because I don't want to watch it that often. And this is your number two, correct? Yes. Okay, so my number two, we already talked about. And yada, yada, yada. Escape from New York. Escape from New York. Love it. Yeah, that's a good place. That's a good spot, yeah. I mean. That's a good spot. The rest of our shit's real obvious. Because we have yeah. one left. Um, yeah. I think it's pretty much universally accepted that it, number it, one is number one. I hate to be this, you know, this basic bitch, but our number one here is going to be the thing. It's yeah. just the best movie he did. I don't know what else to say yeah. about it. This yeah. is a weird poster, I know. I Again, tried to find the weirdest That's poster. That's a good one. Yeah, it's nice. It's a good one. Yeah. Partly yeah, I did it because same. I know Adam hates these kind of posters. He would bitch. Did he really? I thought he would be a Mondo guy. I no. Because he, he, really? he would go, at least this, this version of this Arrow one has the reversible cover so I could see the original. He's talking about They Live. And he's like... Cause it, he fuck, he hated the artwork that he's like I, I'm an original poster guy. He would bitch about it all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> anyway, the thing we haven't said a word about it because it's both of our number ones. I believe it would be Adams as well. Yeah, absolutely. But what else can you say? We don't have to say anything about it. We talked about it on the on the show. Yeah. What else are we to add right now? It's just it's perfect. It's been talked about, discussed. Uh, deep dived everything is a million videos on youtube about yeah it. i don't want to you gotta watch just go watch it it's an amazing film on every level it's just it's great it's a great film there's so many great scenes in the movie so many great special effects that just keep going and evolving and that's the most impressive part of it is the evolution of the special effects within the same shot it's all the compositions they do of, of the special effects and different styles and different means, and it's all super impressive. Wilfred Brimley saying, I'm okay now <laughs> with a new spine. <laughs> I can go inside now. I'm okay now. Yeah. Oh, God. I feel better. Oh. I feel better now. <laughs> That's I great. I've got diabetes because I'm, I'm an alien now. He finally passed so away. He, he finally. Shit, it took him forever. The thing got him finally. <laughs> Yes. All right, that's that's our list. So what what was uh, what was your Adams number 10 through 1 would be? Uh my number, let's see here. So Adams number 10, I wrote The Fog. Okay. Number 9, I have Vampires. He did enjoy James Woods quite a bit. Yes. Number 8, I have Halloween. I feel like that would be higher on his list. 
I don't. I don't know. Think about how much he loved. Think, he loved the cosmic shit. So number eight, I have Halloween. He uh, loves Halloween, though. I mean, I think yeah. that would have been like number four. Well, think know, about when I get to this higher. top four, you'll you'll. I think you might understand it a little more. Number seven, I have yeah. Escape from New York. Right. Number six, Prince of Darkness. Yeah, I can see that. Number five, In the Mouth of Madness. Yeah. Number four, Christine. Really, you think he'd go that high with Christine? He was ranting and raving about how much he loved that movie. Really, I would almost, I would almost flop, flip where you put Halloween with could, Christine. Maybe could I don't know. I That's just maybe that would be the way. I don't know. I might just be reacting to the way I felt during those episodes because he right. was. I'm gonna have to. During Halloween, he was he loved it, but during Christine, he was like, "No, no, you know, I'm like you know what I mean." It's probably just the way I was talking about the movies at the time. Right, but yeah. Number three, to... I believe number three is number three. Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, I think so. The yeah, man fucking loved sure. that movie. He um, loved that one, yeah. Number two, They Live. Number one, The Thing. He, I, yeah. And we could swap They Live and The Thing, honestly. But I, I Yeah, I would say yeah, maybe. But yeah, I think you'd be more The Thing, They Live. Yeah, yeah he, he didn't. Yeah. But yeah, we started the show with Adam in mind and wanted to do it with Adam. He made it halfway before he quit on us. Or that's how I remember the story. I don't remember. He just gave up. He just said, <laughs> fuck this list. I'm done. <laughs> fuck it. I'm not doing his like pro-life. I, and, I don't uh, want I don't want to watch Elvis. I don't <laughs> want to watch it. I'm out. All to avoid Elvis, which actually was, was pretty good. Wasn't that bad. You hear it. You sorry. hear how bad it is your whole life. It's fine. Yeah. Not not great. It was average. I, I thought it was funny watching. Hey, Red, why <laughs> yeah. don't you love me, Red? Why are you so mad at me? Because I'm with Chris. Well, I'm with Scylla. Come on now, Red. I love you. So I'm gonna buy you a Cadillac, Dick. We're done. We finished another podcast. That's it. It's all done. It's we f- over. We finish our stand book. podcast in a month. It took us we three years put, for this. Yeah, we could put our cigarettes out in honor of John Carpenter. <laughs> Let me pull up real quick. We can end on this. Um, do you want to pitch Hollywood is Dead next week and all that? We got Hollywood Dead. The show coming out next uh, week. We're going to talk about uh, more of a current event type entertainment show, but we're going to dive into more history of Hollywood. Have segments on box office, the compare and contrast, and why the business is the way it is, and the sort of hypocrisy of Hollywood and the stupidity of Hollywood but also the creative bankruptcy that is Hollywood. And we'll get into all of that fun stuff in using our, our X-rated humor, but with less fucks. Yes. Try, slightly less fucks. Slightly <laughs> less fucks. It's going to be hard. No, no, I don't, I don't care about regular swearing. Just, uh, yeah. Some, yeah. Uh, anyway, check that out. That's re- actually replacing on our live shows. It's replacing this show, John Carpenter. Because we're done after this. After I, I, I this, is the, this is the series finale. Series finale. I mean, we might come back every once in a while for one of the movies he wrote. Because we we both want to watch uh, the Lord, uh, Eyes of Laura Mars. I definitely want to watch that. Yeah. Maybe we just watch it and talk about it on Hollywood is Dead for a second. I don't. I don't we know. Could do that too. Watch well, that. That was one of the segments I was thinking of having on Hollywood is Dead is um, a throwback movie segment. Oh, yeah. You and I can have a movie we watched that's from the 70s or 60s or 50s or 40s. Some random old movie that no one talks about. We can discuss it. Yeah. So <clears> I'm <throat> looking right now. Our debut episode in the Mouth of Madness was 11 20 of 2020. 
Wow. And then uh, here we are in July of 2022, end of July. Adam, his last episode was Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. That was episode 18. That was back in 1621. Is that right? Yeah, because he died in July, right? Yeah. Did he die in July? Yeah, July I was glad 6th. to I was yeah. glad to watch that with him because he was telling me about that movie, and I got to watch oh, yeah. uh, Halloween four and five with him on his podcast yep. when we did the live watch, and that was a lot of fun. I had never watched those movies, and he goes like, "Oh, no, you got to watch them, you got to watch them." We did live shows. Like, okay, it's fun, and that was a good time. And get to watch it, share Halloween three with him was a lot of fun because I had never seen it, and glad I did. It was fun. It was a good good film, good fun fun franchise movie to watch. Yeah, excluding these last two episodes, the ranking ones, there's 30 episodes of reviews yeah. and stuff. Uh, I mean, there's some ranks in there as well, top 10 comedy films and directors and all that. He was in 15 of the thir- those 30, so half. Um, but yeah, the reason I mention is because he's supposed to be here for all this, and he's not, so that's why we ra- made his rankings. I hope we yeah. get him proud on that. It could be horribly fucking wrong, in which case he'll haunt us, but... Why the fuck? I said they live, goddammit! But we're done. We're done, Adam. We did your we did your it's thing. It's over! We're not doing Go it back. again. Go back to the shadow. <laughs> to do it again... That would be uh, <laughs> immoral. I had to. Adam would love that clip, by the way. That's a good clip. All right. Um, let's get out of here. Yeah. Bye-bye now. This is weird, because we're just done with the show. It's over. It's done! LIWstudios.com. Yeah. Every once in a great while, we'll do a John Frankenheimer movie. But maybe like two or three in a year. Sure. Just every once in a while. I don't know. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. And there's no next time. Thank you so much. (laughs) Bye-bye, citizens. Bye, John. Don't don't smoke too much tonight. Thanks for watching the films. And come see me perform with my boys the music. Music of John Carpenter, synth, synth it. I just found out you can get oxygen without sucking it through a cigarette. That's crazy. Who? <laughs> I'm not doing that. I love the taste too much. Uh, that's crazy. What's next? <laughs> my my lung is a Chesterfield cigarette filter. <laughs>